Welcome to the Moxie Mama devotional podcast. The podcast for, well, for all you hot mamas. Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope that you are enjoying the last few days of summer. Because fall is coming. It's going to be here. But fall is so beautiful. It's, it's the time of year when God just paints everything. And I'm so excited because it's been, it's been a minute since we've been together. Since I've recorded a podcast. I've had some major life changes. You know, my mom was sick back in March, April, May, and um, I started a new job, and it just, it wasn't the right fit for me, so, and I, so I resigned from this job, and, but now I'm, I'm back. I'm going to tell you something. When God calls you to do something, it, calling never leaves. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you go or what you think you're going to do. That calling doesn't leave you. So, having say, said all of that, I got a brand new podcast for you. A podcast where we're going to focus on making our lives better, focusing on becoming the woman that we want to be. And when I say woman, I don't mean wife, mommy, business owner whatever you do for a living, I'm talking about who you are. So I'm excited to share with you season six, episode one of Moxie Mama's devotional podcast. So share this with a mama, share this with a hot mama, with a new mama. I got to be real with you. Okay, most days are a struggle for me, y'all. It's just, it's just the truth. I, I could lie and I could say I'm living my best life, but at the end of the day, what would I have to actually prove that statement? Because I still am the same old me. Sounds kind of grim, doesn't it? So, what do I mean by life is a struggle? Let's, let's dive into that statement just a little bit here are a few of my struggles some of the things I go through on a daily basis in my mind things I speak about myself just struggles first of all weight gain or weight loss and how I let that affect me mentally physically spiritually and sexually because I'm married weight gain can affect so much Another struggle is my career. Um, I desperately want to do something I love for a living. I've done a lot of things I love. And I've been poor while doing them. So, you know, that's really not a living. That's a hobby. But I desperately want to do something I love for a living. And I think about that all the time. Another struggle that I have is I know I've been a disappointment. And that weighs heavy on my confidence. I'm scared to try anything new. I'm scared of staying here. I'm scared of trying anything. I'm scared of staying. It's like, should I stay or should I go? You know, that song? It's like I'm just existing the way I am mentally, spiritually, and physically. 
And I want more. I really do. I really do want more. It's just doing more and getting more and having more that I am struggling with. I also struggle with the fact that I, I've disappointed myself, my child, my husband, my family over and over. And I just can't seem to get all of it right. Like, I'll have a puzzle piece, and the and it's looking pretty. The puzzle's looking great, but then the piece doesn't fit, and I'm just not good at getting it all together, any of it, and it being life. My house is cluttered. I don't check on the people I love enough. I'm constantly looking for the easy way out of things. I'm constantly procrastinating. I pay bills late. I know that's a bad thing. It's a no-no. And I forget to manage my bank accounts, which makes me pay my bills late and makes me overdraft. Yeah, I'm human. I'm admitting this, okay? Work out the hours at the pay and probably what taxes would come out. I kind of liked numbers. I didn't necessarily like math. Um, but I would write all of this down. What kind of pay I wanted, where I wanted to live, what kind of car I wanted, kids, husband, house, etc., etc. And here comes the truth. Writing all of that down, dreaming of a future, planning a life I wanted and that I still want were and are just plans, dreams, wish lists, just things that sounded good. And I got to ask myself this true question right here. I wonder what 15-year-old me would say about 48-year-old me. Like if I walked up to, I work with teens at school. And if I walked up to a 15-year-old version of me and said, hey, you get to be me. What would I say? What would I think? What would I do? What would I change? You know, all of this sounds good and all... All of the plans, all the dreams, all the wishes, all the, you know, life goals. It all looks good on paper. But it isn't real until it's lived out. Real life is what you're living out right now. Is it what you wanted? Are you who you wanted to be? Well, how does she, how do I, how do you change direction you gotta do the work but listen to me it's not just any work you gotta do the right work toward the right pur purpose and I know you're thinking okay here we go again You, it's all up to you it's your choice you've gotta do it just do it you know the Nike ad just do it but I've got, I've got to clear something up for you. The life you're living right now is based on the choices that you made. Okay, you do realize it took work to get where you are right now. It took work to become who you are right now. Think about that for a moment. All the actions, all the choices, the right ones, the wrong ones, the good ones, the bad ones. All of that action, that work led you right here. Okay? And I do mean all actions. Stopping actions that lead nowhere. Or stopping actions that lead you somewhere that no one wants to be. Let's put it that way. 
and committing to the ones that give you the life you want. It, it all takes action. It all takes energy. You have to get up and do something every single day. Sure, getting up and medicating yourself, and I'm not talking about real, I'm talking about illegal substances. Getting up, medicating yourself to the point where it's dangerous, and laying on the couch is an action that's leading you nowhere. It's leading you somewhere to nowhere. So my advice to you is stop all activity that isn't supported by truth. We've got to stop all that activity that's led us to where we are right now, the place we hate. I don't, I don't like where I'm at right now, okay? All the talking, hard work, all the claims and the belief isn't doing me any good. Let me say that one more time. All of my talking, you know, when I get up and I, and I start talking and then I start working and all my claims and all of my beliefs and the things that I'm doing and the goals that I'm making and, you know, the efforts that I put in that give me the result of the day, if it isn't based on the truth, okay, it has to be based on the truth to be your truth. So, all the talking, the hard work, all the claims, the belief isn't doing me any good it isn't doing you any good if it isn't the truth just because something is your truth doesn't mean it's the truth focusing on the wrong truth is the problem and, and it really is like that's the problem fix that and everything else will line up i know that that's the only answer i've got for myself right now because as I was writing this, the insanity quote popped in my head. And when you Google it, it's attributed to Albert Einstein. I'm not sure if that's really who said it or not. But insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That really sounds like a big old crazy rut to me. Now, I'm not completely convinced I'm insane. But... I do believe a rut can absolutely drive you crazy, can make you feel like you're going crazy. How are ruts formed? By digging and digging or spinning and spinning wheels in mud or dirt without ever going anywhere. And it just keeps getting bigger and darker and messier. I'm stuck in a rut, y'all. Anyone else out there feel me? I start things great. I am great at that, you know, because I make the plan. I get the planner. I get the new pens, the notebooks, the highlighters. I even download the apps to help me start great. Y'all, I'm only one highlighter away from success. I'm only one highlighter away from success. Of course, I'm joking, but that's how I feel. And all of that's good. But what happens when all of that wears off? You, you know, I'll set the alarms and get out of bed to, to get an early start on things like praying and journaling and, and getting ready to slay the day. And you know who ends up getting slayed after a while? That rut becomes more like a grave <laughs> that you're digging for yourself. So I'm doing it. I'm going for it. I'm digging in. Then I keep digging and then I start spinning and I take my mind 
and my eyes off of the why, off of what I'm working for. And I let other things creep in. You know, the next thing I know, the work I'm doing becomes mud because I've gotten my eyes off the truth, okay? And I end up stuck up and fed up with all the work I'm doing and not seeing any benefit or reward from it at all, okay? And um, it's because I've gotten my eyes off of what I'm really supposed to be doing, who, what I'm really working for or towards. I get my eyes off of the truth. You know, if, if you're digging ditches for God and He is who you're looking at every day, you're going to dig those ditches with joy, okay? And then I really just want to quit because ruts are dark and they make me sweaty and the work is hard and I like manicures. <laughs> and what's worse, I can't get out of this rut because I've gotten my eyes off of the truth, the why I'm here, the why I'm doing this, the what I want to accomplish, and all of that lining up with God and all of that lining up with His truth that becomes my truth. And you know what? There are dirty things there in that rut. There are creepy crawlers, and I don't like bugs, and I don't like creepy things, and I get scared. I get tired. I get fed up. And I quit. I dig my way out and I quit. What are you left with? What are you looking at? If you're not looking at the truth anymore, what are you looking at? What is opposite of the truth? It's a counterfeit, a falsehood, a fake, nothing of value in it. So I want you to think about that for one second. What is the opposite of truth? Why do we get our eyes off of him? Because he is the truth. He is the truth. Why do we allow a counterfeit? Why do we accept a counterfeit? Why do we want a falsehood, a fake? Who wants a fake? He's the truth. First, we get our eyes off of him. And that thinking contaminates. It starts to contaminate um, you know how that piece of fruit in that bowl, that beautiful bowl of peaches and lemons and the peach gets a rot spot on it and that rot spot grows and it contaminates and it spreads to all the other fruit. We get our eyes off of him and our thinking contaminates us. Then we spread it around like COVID, like rot. This is what a know your truth kind of life is like okay know your truth kind of life you better be living a know the truth life because I'll be honest with you this really is not a know your truth kind of life that will get you nowhere that will get you lost confused in that rut okay and you really don't know where you're going you're kind of lost down there in that rut there's other people down there, but they're in their own rut. you on your own. So it's not a know-your-truth kind of life. You better be living a know-the-truth life. I'm pretty sure this verse in Galatians is going to help answer that question and other stuck-in-a-rut questions, okay? Um, the know-your-truth and all of that kind of question. We got, we got, some, we got some answers here in Galatians 5 verses 7 through 8, and then later on I'm going to read verse 9. It all goes so good together, and I'm reading in the New Living Translation because I want to talk 
to you plain. I want to talk to myself plain. And this is what it says. You were running the race well. Who has held you back from following the truth? Because it certainly wasn't and it isn't God. He is the one who called you to freedom. I'm just being real with you. Put your name in that, Tara. You were running well. Who held you back from following the truth? Because it certainly wasn't God. He is the one that called you to truth, to freedom. Now, there's one amazing word that, that can change everything in, in this verse. It's one word you need to, to, to catch on to. The word truth. Following the truth. I'm not talking about the world's defini definition of truth or science or philosophy's definition or psychology. I'm not saying those things are bad. You can be a scientist, a philosopher, a psychologist, as long as it's based on the truth. I am talking about God's truth, the only truth. God's truth makes things brand new. His truth makes me new. Each new day is actually God's new day for you. It is impossible to be stuck in a rut when each day is brand new. It's a brand new beginning. It's a brand new start. There are no ruts here. It's a clean slate. It's all been wiped clean. It's all been taken off of the whiteboard. Okay, there's no ruts if my spiritual walk with God is stuck in a rut, it's only because I've let other truths, which are lies, creep in. I've let lies contaminate me. I've let lies contaminate me. And now I have some little uh, my truth thing that I'm living out. And it's not the truth. Let me say this again. If my spiritual walk with God is stuck in a rut, it's only because I've let other truths, lies, creep in. It is impossible to be stuck in a rut with the truth of who God is. God's truth is literally the cure for the ruts. If you're stuck, it's because something else has hindered you. I'm going to speak to myself right now. Tara, if you're stuck, it's because something else hindered you. So what is hindering you on a daily basis? It's either a belief, a pattern, or some way you're living, uh, some way you're believing, thinking, speaking, some way you're faithing. And what I mean by that is negative faith. Doubt that you have given life and attention to. If you've given life and attention to it, your doubt is becoming a reality. I promise you. I just want that to sink in. It's either a belief, a pattern, or some way you're living, believing, thinking, or faithing. And that includes negative faith, which is doubt that you give life and attention to. Galatians 5 9 says, This false teaching is like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough. Now, I want to really read Galatians 5 7 through 8, the whole thing together. Girl, 
You were running the race so well. Who or what has held you back from following the truth? Because it certainly isn't God. It wasn't God. He's the one that has called you to freedom. This false, false teaching you're following, listening to, patterning your life after, this false teaching is like a little yeast that spreads through that whole batch of dough. It's like that one rotten peach that contaminates the whole thing. So now I've got a question for you. You got to listen to this and you got to take it seriously. You got to hear what I'm saying. Are you being a false teacher in your own life? Are you spreading counterfeits around? Are you spreading falsehood around? Are you spreading a little bit of, okay, a lie that's sprinkled a little bit with the truth to make it sound good, to make it sound pretty? So that it's easier to swallow. Are you being a false teacher in your own life? Because if you are, if everything you're getting up and doing is based on falsehood, it's no wonder you're in a rut because that's going to, it's going to cause a rut and it is going to feel like a grave. And that's where the creepy crawlies are. And that's where the darkness is. And that's where the scary things live and the confusion. And you can't see where you're going and you're sweaty and you're tired and you want to give up. You just want to lay down and be covered up. Are you causing the questioning in your life? Are you causing the upset, the confusion? Are you looking everywhere else but to God for your answers? Now, I mentioned negative faith. Now, remember what the Bible says about faith. It's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. But what is the substance of your negative thinking, your negative believing, your negative speaking, faithing? Because you will prove your beliefs by the life you live. You will prove what you believe by the life you live, which is actually just results. There should be a million little alarms going on in all of our brains and our hearts right now. It's alarming, isn't it? God is the author of your faith. If he is in charge of your faith, he is in charge of your joy, your peace, your patience, your love, your inspiration, your hope, your goodness, your kindness, all of the things. You know, the fruit of the Spirit. You have one, you have them all. And God is the author of all of that you can't get bored when God is supplying the vision when God is powering your faith when God is supplying your joy the center of your peace the inspiration behind your patience and your love and your hope when God is supplying the vision the info the inspiration you cannot get bored his substance, evidence, promises, and words toward you are wonderful. And you cannot get stuck in a life with God. If you're stuck, your eyes are focused somewhere else, on, on something else. 
so what is the sum or the substance of your thoughts, your hopes, and your imaginations? You know, what is the sum, the evidence of what you're hoping, thinking, imagining? You know, life gets contaminated. It gets dirty, scary, and even worse, it gets boring, fruitless, and lonely. It's lonely in those ruts. You can't see the other person in the other rut. You're all by yourself. God, all of who he is, is brand new every day. Not a single flaw. Not a single blemish. As big as God is, the newness, the goodness, the greatness of God can never get old. Your days can only be new every day, filled with new opportunity, new mercies, new realizations, new revelations of His promises. This is when your eyes are on Him, when your eyes are focused on His truth, when you get up looking for Him, when you get up excited about a new day. It's all brand new. It's a clean slate. Sis, he's so big. There's only so much of his goodness that you can handle in one day. He's so good, you can't even stand in his presence. His light is so bright, it melts us, okay? He's so big, there's only so much of him that we can handle in one day. There is plenty of God for today, for one day, for one week, for a month, a year, for your lifetime. Pick out something new about him every day and bask in that goodness. Let him just come in and just melt you and wipe you clean. Let a new discovery about him inspire the works of your hands and your thoughts and your heart, what you're thinking, what you're imagining, what you're wanting. Let a fresh glimpse of who he is fuel the, the flame and spark a new fire in you today. Let's pray about it. God, thank you for this word. Thank you for giving me this word and, and for showing me what you wanted to say and for giving me the scriptures and just pray that it changes my heart and my mind and my thoughts, the way I talk and my attitude, Lord. God, I am sorry for looking at other things. I'm sorry for listening to things that get me stuck. I am just like that puppy chasing squirrels and I get distracted. Lord, but help me recognize that any thought, anything I say, an attitude, any kind of new trend, a new idea that isn't based on your truth help me recognize that for what it is it's it's a contaminant and it's a nothing of value there's nothing of value in that god when i recognize it give me the power and the boldness to dismiss it and show me your truth god wash the mud out of my eyes so that i can focus on you god i recognize that you are too big for me to ever understand and to experience. But make me aware of you each new day. You are that awesome, God. That you're so big I could never handle you. 
but you still make yourself available for me each new day. Show me something new every day. Speak to me every day. Share your truth with me every day. I commit my life to you anew today. I am yours. I welcome you here. I want you to live in me. Come have your way in me and let me hear you and see you and feel you and just use me, God. Let the truth of your word guard my heart and mind and make me ready for heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, my sweet sister. I'm so excited for what God's going to do in our lives. I don't know what he's going to do. I'm finally to the point in my life where I don't know what he's doing, what he's going to do, but I'm going to follow the truth because I do know that I can do that much. I can follow the truth. I can read his word and ask for his guidance. So that's what we got to do. So I hope you have a wonderful day of life. I hope this wonderful Moxie Monday is just a fabulous day for you. I hope this is a good start to your week. Just remember to seek him in every day. And he will be the inspiration for all things new. I love you and I'll meet you back here next Monday. Bye. Thank you for joining the Moxie Mama devotional podcast. Now get out there and live your life.